Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Lisa. Um, most of you know me, but I'm Lisa Hayes. I am managing the campaign for Washington for Good Policing, which is I-873. And I'm just going to kind of go around the room. I was expecting more people than are here, so people may show up late, but I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Well, Sue, well, I'm, my name is, uh, do you want me to start? Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Oh sure. So so Thomas Pitchford. I just I uh, recently was a candidate for the 43rd House seat. Um, my background is uh, a combination of higher education and uh, working for campaigns. So I've uh, my my past in, in the past I've managed Congressman Jim McDermott's campaign. Uh, I, I worked for Darcy Burner back in 2006, 2008, and then 2012 or 2010, 2012. We we had the three different races we were involved together. Uh, worked for. Uh, formerly for Mayor Nichols, uh, worked for a number of other candidates, and I worked for Equal Rights Washington for about five years uh, doing uh, development work. Nice. Thank you. I've been excited to get Thomas on board, and he has been busy for obvious reasons. So <laughs> we, we may be benefiting from your, <laughs> your current situation. So who's next? <laughs> Hey, this is Rob Richards. I'm taking on field coordinator duties for the campaign. Hey, Rob. This is Caleb Hayes with PacWest Communications. We've been retained to help out with the effort. Uh, right now, we're putting together the campaign plan, uh, and we're busy at work on that for the next week until it's due to you guys. So looking forward to hearing more about what's going on on the ground. Okay, and who else do we have? Hi, this is Nicole Early. I work for PacWest. I'll be assisting Caleb with putting together the campaign plan as well as submitting some strategies on social media to raise some funds for the, the measure. Is that everybody? Are we missing somebody? I think that's it for now. I just, I just want to say, uh, Ryan Trivet wanted to be on the call, but he's out of the country right now on a vacation. It was pre-scheduled, so he sends his apologies. Okay. I know that um, Chester Earl will be dialing in. He messaged me and said he was going to be a little bit late, and I will introduce him for him. Chester Earl is our closest representative, he's the person we're working with closest to the Puyallup tribe, who has been our largest vendor, and he's a family representative for the organization Justice for Jackie. So in a lot of ways, Chester and the tribe, has, they've been my right-hand go-to for some of our bigger things. So Chester will be here shortly, and I am expecting at least a couple more people, but we'll get started with the agenda for the sake of staying on time. Um, 
So first thing, overview of where we are. Um, and we're all friends, so I'll be honest. I have no idea how many signatures we have. I'm guessing we are in the neighborhood, and this is probably a fairly conservative estimate of 50 to 60,000. Um, we're going to get to one of my current challenges, which is petition collection from all of the various places that have them. But I'm guessing we're at 50 or 60,000. We have 24 what I'm referring to as local leaders across the state who have taken petitions and have gotten some training and are out gathering signatures. Um, I would say we probably have 10 of those 24 folks who sort of rise to the top and might actually make really solid leaders independently. Um, we've gotten exceptionally good press coverage. We are, that's still coming in. In fact, right before the call started, I had two emails for, for, for some fairly needy press inquiries. Um, and things are moving along quite well. We had a meeting with the governor last week, which we can talk about a little bit when we're talking about endorsements. But I mean, even sort of the political elected side of things seems to be quite positive and quite, quite moving smoothly. So that's kind of where we are. Do any of you have any questions about that? Um, I have a question as far as like communication. Is there a Google Drive or what's what's the the method of communicating across these twenty four state leaders and different levels of leadership? There should be, and there's not. I mean, I'm emailing them all independently. So we're running on a nation builder platform, but I've pulled the twenty four leaders off to another mailing thing and have them all on their own specific list. So I can communicate with them as a group that way, separately from our nation builder efforts. But for the most part, um, Pat John from the tribe, myself and Rob have all been kind of dealing with those 24 people on an individual level, and we probably could be more efficient with that. And if I could jump in, that's that's one thing that I'd really like to focus on is those local leaders. I think that's the, the key for for getting us across the state um, and so if I, I hope that I can uh, take on sort of coordinating that and figure out sort of a central communication system um, that works for everybody. Can we, can, can I just uh, ask what, 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 what do we define as local leaders? Or is it, are we looking at, um, you know, city council members or, you know, we're we looking at state reps or, we, or, or tribe folks. What's the, what's our, what's our definition? A local well, leader would be, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Russ. No, you go ahead. Oh, I would. We're probably going to say the same thing. It's it's a enthusiastic volunteer who stepped up to sort of coordinate efforts in a in a in a certain area, okay. uh, sort of a certain geographic area. It doesn't need to be. It's not necessarily a leader in the terms of being influential locally, but just the person willing to coordinate on the ground locally. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Any other questions about that? No, not at this time. <clears throat> the local leaders that like Robin, Robin, go ahead, Thomas. I was just going to offer. I mean, in terms of if you're looking at uh, if you're looking at elected officials, you know, I, I'm, we should also try to think about how we build out, um, you know, uh, support from from that angle too. I mean, I, I think the governor's office is a great place to start. 
Um, there are lots of folks in there. I think that we should we should really tag. Uh, but but also uh, thinking about who who are the you know good Dems you know particularly that will that will come to come to the forefront pretty easily and just be people that we can add to our add to our uh, list of endorsements. You know. I agree. I've got endorsement coordination on the agenda, and I kind of hoped you were going to be oh. here. I don't think you got the agenda, but you're probably the best person to speak to that. So we'll get to that in a second. Okay. I think that everybody was kind of holding their breath for the primaries to be over and <laughs> sort of giving people a few days. So, but endorsements are someplace I think we could be doing better. This is Dan. I just opened so, the call after having some problems logging in. Sorry about that, everyone. Oh. How's it you. going? Good. Who is this? I'm sorry, I didn't get this you. This is Dan at PacWest. <clears throat> I'm in Denver currently, but normally I work in Wilsonville. Okay. Um. All right. So we'll move on to my primary heartache and nightmare is fundraising. Um, so I know, Nicole, you're going to kind of be helping out with that. But at this point, what we're getting in terms of fundraising are, I would call them drips. I mean, depending on what's <laughs> happening in the news cycle, they come a little bit more frequently. But I mean, we're getting donations from our individual donors. Um, the Puyallup Tribe donated $20,000 a couple of weeks ago, um, but fundraising is killing me. Like, I am painfully aware that if we don't raise a significant amount of money, we, we're not going to make it because we have to pay signature gatherers. Hey, so Lisa, what, what's, I am, our, what's our fundraising uh, number? What's what's the number we're looking for? I, I, mean, I, I, I would like to say that our fundraising goal is $500,000. And depending on who you're talking to with reference to what the cost of signature gathering is in Washington State, we maybe should be setting it at closer to a million. But I'm, I mean, if we had to buy every signature, our fundraising goal at the higher end would be just under a million dollars. But I mean, you guys know this as well as I do, how much it costs to get a signature really varies depending on where you're looking. And I do think that our volunteers are doing a good job of gathering signatures, and we've got some union folks that I think are coming on board fairly quickly that will also help there. Um, who, who, among the labor folks are, who, who among the labor folks okay. are out there that, that, that would be your big your biggest folks who are coming in right away? Um, so, so we have an appointment next week for our endorsement interview with AFL-CIO King County or Martin Luther King Labor out of Seattle, and that will go to that endorsement in the next couple of weeks, which I think we will, and I will talk about that in a minute, what I think is going to be required there. They provide a significant amount of manpower. Um, we're also working closely on getting the larger endorsements out of the SEIU organizations, which is the state unions. And I've been working with Darrell, who some of you probably know I thought he'd be on the call, but just talking with Darrell, and that's what he does. I mean, he's in labor for SEIU. They, they guesstimate they can probably deliver on their own in the neighborhood of 50,000 signatures. And I'm guessing ASL-CIO can probably, I mean, we're probably talking about numbers that look like that. And yeah. Fuse, which is a sort of a, I don't even know how to describe Fuse, but they do. Thomas, you might be able to describe it better. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
Well, so so um so not to and if you is this, if you want me to talk about it right now, I can I can go into it. Um, but but having you know and knowing some of the folks uh, in the labor community, uh, particularly UFC, UFCW local twenty you know local twenty one, um, you know as well as the machinists, I think would be really great to talk to. Um, you know, uh, and then and then there's a number of other there's, there's so many SEIU councils that we could talk to. Uh, there are uh, just in, in the Teamsters, you know, local 117, particularly, you know, uh, Dustin Lambro would be very, very helpful over there. I think. Okay, excellent, excellent. So, Dan, did that answer your question about labor? I'm going to assume it did. Um, so I'm open. I'm open for ideas on fundraising. Does anybody have anything genius they want to toss out there besides my perpetual pounding at our donors through our email list well, to get them to send $25 at a time? I, mean, I think we need to do some research around the Washington Alliance for Gun Responsibility. Um, because I think that they, um, you're right away you're going to get folks who are already thinking about um, responsible gun use. You know, I mean, I think that that's a and that is a large list. Um, we need to talk to somebody over there to find out, uh, <laughs> like you know, Zach Silk, for example, um, who has who's been involved with uh, this movement for a long time. Um, and I, I think that there are going to be some folks there, that there's a crisscross there of, of, of interest, you know. Do you know who a good contact person over there would be, or is that a contact that you might be willing to reach out and make? Yeah, you know, we could try to we could try to set up a meeting with Zach. Uh, Zach was a, was a friend of mine. He worked on Darcy Burner's campaign uh, as a campaign manager years ago, and he he actually did the he actually did the Washington United for Marriage campaign. Uh, back in 2012, but Zach uh, works for uh, Nick Hanauer, and so that might be another person that we could really connect in with is Nick. You know, I, I think I that have, uh, Nick I have tried so hard. I have done everything short of like going to his house and camping out front. Nick Hanauer donates money to campaigns <laughs> like God. <laughs> well, how about how about we try this? Because Zach Zach does all of pol uh, Nick's political work. And so I think that if Zach would be easier to to get in touch with, I know, um, I know him well. I mean, we could I, we could probably set up a coffee with him pretty easily, I think. And 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 he's the guy that would bring this to Nick, uh, if, if you know, or, or tell us if Nick was interested in it. Um, if not, you know, I I think that there's 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 definitely uh, we can go out and find uh, in certain places, you know, information about who their donors are. Uh, and, and, and in some cases, reach out and do some research and reach out to those folks on our own. You know, there's there's our because I think there's gonna be um, in that list. Um, you're gonna you're gonna get people right away who are who are who are completely uh, sympathetic to this idea. You know, and wanna and wanna be able to uh, to express. You know, wanna be able to support it. Um, you know, I think about uh, Cheryl Stumbo, who um, was was the you know if you remember Cheryl. Cheryl was the, the person who. Was was uh, shot at you know at the Jewish Federation who's done those TED talks. Um, right. She would be somebody, and now she works in housing. Uh, she would be somebody that we could really certainly you know uh, talk to, um, and and has influence in that community. But there are so many other people that that are large donors to that community. You know they they did a they did a lunch or a breakfast last year. Every time they do a lunch or a breakfast, they make a couple hundred thousand dollars. I mean, and I think that that's that's probably a live 
uh, active pool of people that, that we could we could pull from right away who are, who are already who are already thinking about this, you know. I mean, if we can get with Zach, and that can prevent me from getting arrested for stalking the Can Hour. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Nick's Facebook page, but I don't think it would do me any good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, emailing his office and calling his office hasn't been fruitful, but I understand why. <laughs> cool. We'll, we'll figure our way into him, you know. <laughs> okay. We'll get his wife Leslie. Okay. I think she might be a little easier. <laughs> Excellent. Then maybe you and I can touch bases afterwards and start nailing down some details on actually getting those contacts made. Yeah, and I and I think the other thing too is to take a look out there, especially if the Puyallups are supporting, and find out you know who else in the tribal community you know do we need to engage the Washington Indian Gaming Association for example because that is the tri that's all, that's all the tribal chairs of all the. Uh, all of the uh, uh, the tribal nations who own casino, uh, uh, you know, properties, and who probably are going to be the ones who have more of the more of the uh, um, income to be able to to donate to causes, you know. And so I think that you've got, you know, we looked at the Tulalips, you know, and got John McCoy on board. We looked at uh, any number of those folks, the Quinaults, you know, the um, the I think there's a oh gosh, what's the one out on the coast that has uh, you know, there's a, there's a number of tribes. So Washington Indian Gaming Association is definitely um, uh, one one group that we're going we're to think about because that's all the tribal chairs, you know. So I was hoping Chester would be here and he could speak to this, but yeah. they've all been on they've all been on canoe journey, which is a big deal. And the Puyallup tribe did a lot of outwork doing canoe journey about I-873 and justice for Jackie specifically, and. Cool. Um, Sylvia Miller and Tim Rayon, I always pronounce his name wrong, who are on the Puyallup Tribal Council, have committed to doing individual outreach to all of the other tribal councils. Nice. So on their list nice. this coming week is Ms. Gwale Squaxin and to one, the one that you mentioned first, to Tulalip. Tulalip, yeah. yeah. Tulalip. Yeah. Um, so the tribal council themselves, have committed to doing that reach, that outreach to the other tribes and asking them to match or exceed their original donation. And some of nice. that outreach, I believe, will start this week now that Canoe Journey ended last week. Okay, okay. And, and I'm thinking, too, you know, beyond all of that, um, you know, what organizations in the community are, are big uh, already on board with us and, and sort of reaching into those organizations and figuring out, you know, who are their who are who are their board of directors, um, and you know, and reaching out to each of in, each individual, you know, uh, separately uh, from every board, uh, because I think that that's you've got like a number of groups I think that that would be involved, you know, um, if we could pull folks, you know, like Jamila Johnson, and do you know do you know Jamila from Taper One Hundred, for example? I do, yeah. Jamila is a good friend. I mean, she's a she's an attorney at uh, Schwabi, and she'd probably she'd probably want to get involved. There's there's just any number of folks that are, that are going to be really solid people uh, that will that will help us out. You know. Okay. Excellent. You rock. Thank you. I'm so happy <laughs> you're here today. Yay. Huh. Um. Anybody else have anything on fundraising? We'll have a I've been longer. researching. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Oh, it's fine. I've been researching some um, some ways that social media can be used to fundraise, and I've found a couple of strategies that, um, if you guys are open to, that we could possibly implement on the page. Some of them are as simple as just optimizing the Facebook page so people can donate directly without mm-hmm. leaving the site, as well as um, developing a three-part campaign, just letting people know what we're doing and getting them excited as far as highlighting people who naturally share posts and um, develop content about the measure and positioning them as um, it's kind of like digital influencers for the campaign to reach more people that haven't already liked the page. Yeah, and I'm totally open to that. I am Caleb's already an admin on the page. If you need me to add you to do any of that kind of work so that you can just do whatever you want to do, let me know. Um, Shoot me an email so I can make sure that I get that done right. But there's nothing that you just suggested that we wouldn't be open to. I mean, Nation Builder, I'm sure you're familiar with it, is particularly adept at tracking social influencers. So there's a lot of information in there that shocks me that anybody really collects about social influencers and social media reach. So I can also add you to our Nation Builder dashboard if you want to have access to any of that information. That is the one thing that during my campaign, if I think about my misgivings, that's, I wish I'd have done that, a little bit stronger work around that. That's such an excellent point because it, the Nation Builder has so many different ways that you can uh, interact with your, you know, with, interact with your potential donors, you know. It's it's uh, really and I, I, that's the one misgiving which I've I'd, I'd done a little bit more uh, in depth work on you know. <laughs> I think Rob's yeah, got a better handle on Nation Builder than I do, so Rob might actually be a better person to coordinate with on that. But sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Nicole. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, I'd definitely be open to checking it out. Um, I actually don't have a lot of experience in Nation Builder, so I'm I'm open to any tips or. Yeah, any tips anyone may have, but I, I'd be happy to get around and poke around to, in the analytics and see what we can make use of. Okay. Well, I'll just say, that, yeah, Nation... Go ahead, Rob. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, uh, Nation Builder is a really great tool. It's very funky, and there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of issues, especially with the website side of it, uh, that I don't like, but... Uh, in, in terms of the level of detail that it goes into around supporters and, and how to uh, target lists to, to different areas, it's a very, very powerful tool, especially for a statewide campaign. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of apps that will interact with, with uh, Nation Builder. I was really, I was really impressed by uh, how, and how in-depth it was, you know. But I wish I had, like I said, I wish I had done more with it, you know. Yeah, I mean, and... So, Nicole, I mean, you and I can coordinate on the back end as far as how to get you access to all of that. And the Nation Builder training videos are free, and actually they're pretty good. So, I mean, you might want to check out a couple of those before you get in there just so you – it looks overwhelming. Like when you first log in, you look at it, and you're just like, holy crap, what is this? <laughs> but it's actually a lot more user-friendly than it appears to be at first. And I know that I'm not maximizing it as well as I should be either. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely check out some of those videos today. It's, uh, it's, it's massive, so, okay. 
Anything else on fundraising before we move on? Yeah, this is Caleb. I just wanted to let you know we're putting the copy together for our first fundraising email blast today. So right. hopefully that'll to go here real soon. <clears throat> And, okay. and, you know, too, I, mean, I will just – okay, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. No, you sh – go ahead. Go, go. Well, so I was going to say, um, I think that what we need to also think about is, is you know, what, what do fundraising events look like? Um, you know, how, how do we want to take um, – you know, how do we want to take what we've gotten to currently and figure out if we're going to do some, some key events around this, you know? Uh, will we do – uh, I mean, one of the one of the ways that they kicked off Washington Alliance for Gun Responsibility, when I think about it, is that they did a large lunch at the Westin, and I mean, there were probably a thousand people at that event, you know, and and um, basically just did a did a. I mean, every time they did an event, it seemed like they turned out a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know. Um, but we should we should talk about how that happens, or you know, the other thing too is is to think about uh, what does a what does a setup call time look like, and who's going to make those calls, you know? Do we have a uh, you know, are we going to do a, Are we trying to do a finance committee of sorts, or are we trying to do it where we have a, a key? You know, we bring in key surrogates, and those folks make the calls for us. Um, you know, but uh, you know, because we we'll want we'll want to try to plan out some some ways that we have all of this stuff living in Nation Builder, and, and Nation Builder is amazing in that you can, you know, once you make a call, for example, you can log the call in there, you can log a pledge in there, you can revisit the pledge. You know, as long as we we just got to make sure we have. Uh, you know, pretty current and up-to-date information for contacts. But, uh, you know, just, just to have a, a, an organized sort of a regimented uh, place where we, we place all of these calls to folks. We have some, we have designated people who do the fundraising calls, you know, and we, uh, and for, you know, for places where we want to get a little more power beyond the, beyond the call. I mean, I, I see on the site, we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of great elected you know, who first come right out and you know and made some uh, you know made some big splashes to say they want to endorse. You know, if we had if we had uh, different surrogacy sessions where we had Ed Murray, for example, make a round of calls for us, or we had uh, you know uh, Brady make a round of calls for us. I think those are totally things that we could have happen. You know, um, Ed's not in an election year, so it might be easier for him. We could get Brady, I would bet, for at least a round of calls, and I bet we could probably get Adam Smith to do some calls as well to his own donors, you know, to ask them to support it. So there's there's a number of folks that we've got, you know, from, from Jim Cooper down there in Olympia who could who could really rally the Olympic community. And then there's a number of other uh, uh, folks that are listed on there who could easily, I think, go down and make, you know, any number of calls to don their own donors to get them to support this. You know, I, I think that would be really uh, key, I think. We, we could start to target them and other surrogates that we feel like would be powerful you know, and placing calls to folks that they know, you know, to get in and, and make contributions here. Even Pramila, I think, would be good for that at this point. I mean, she, yeah, has, I mean, she did so well in her primary that I think she may be scheduling herself a little bit of time to breathe. So Definitely, um, definitely. Yes, I agree. Sounds to me like you're the head of our finance committee, Thomas. <laughs> We'll have to talk about that, but anyway, <laughs> but, but I, I do love I, I do love this effort. I think that it's an important effort. So we we got to do we've got to pull out all, all the stops, you know. Excellent. Okay. So upcoming events. 
I just wanted to make sure. I mean, it's, there are so many of them that it's hard to hit everything. And what we have learned, I think probably every campaign learns, but maybe more for this one than most. I mean, we do better at a protest in two hours than we do at the fair in eight. Like, <laughs> the crowd really, really, really matters. So the three events that I have on my schedule that are coming up here in the next few days is Love Your Local in Olympia. And Rob, I may want to get some help from you with that. Um, Hemp yeah. Fest in Seattle, and we need to get volunteers for Hemp Fest because we do have a booth there. Um, and in order to retain our spot at the booth, we have to provide three to ten volunteers. And the Fuck Trump rally in Tacoma this coming weekend is going to be huge. And I'm actually out of town this weekend, so I can't be there. Hey, what's, the, what's the title of that again? Ah, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm guessing there are going to be three to 500 people at that rally in Tacoma. I mean, they're marketing that hot and heavy. And those will be three. I mean, for those kinds of events, everybody who shows up will sign. Hemp Fest was like. <laughs> so I just well, wanted I think to that... make sure they're. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to reiterate the point of being really strategic about the kinds of events we spend time at. I, I, you're absolutely right. The, the, the fair or places like that. I, I once uh, in my last job had my staff go out and try to give away parking tokens, free parking tokens at Lake fair in Olympia. And nobody would talk to them. They were giving away free parking tokens. All they wanted to do was say hi and, and give them some information and, and free parking. And people just said, no, I'm not interested because uh, they were there for the fair. They weren't there. Well, very good point. The challenge we've had with some of these events is because more than any campaign I've ever worked, we follow the news cycle. So, mm-hmm. you know, a shooting happens or there's a national event and then there's three protests that crop up that have, you know, 200 people at them. And they often crop up overnight or in a couple of days. Like, it moves really, really quickly. So capitalizing on these events where our people are is challenging, partially because I haven't navigated Nation Builder as well as I should. But that's that's really where I think event-wise we're focusing, like places we need to be, not necessarily fundraising events, is being really strategic. So I wanted to make sure that there weren't any other than those three that you guys would think I'm missing for the next few days. I don't think there's, I'm trying to think of anything else that's coming up. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'll, I'll take a look though. Sounds good. I mean, HempFest will be good because we are getting the voters registration booth. Um, Corey actually signed up for that, and HempFest in Olympia was relatively small, and strangely for being a HempFest, they didn't want us there, but like nope. Pride and HempFest, it, it's been, you walk up to everybody and everybody signs, so it'll be a really useful place to be. Oh. Okay. Endorsement coordination. Um, and Caleb, this 
is probably someplace I'm going to want you to step up and, along with Thomas and talk out some ideas. Um, what I've got on my schedule for the next week or so is we're meeting with Patty Murray's um, campaign manager next Wednesday. Anybody who wants to join me for that, let me know, and I will shoot you contact information on that. And that I have the great. AFL. Go ahead. Oh, that sounds great. Please let me know. I know I know her whole staff, so. I'm trying to – I'll get the lady's name, and I'll shoot it to you who I've been working with. Um, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with her with her actual staff office in D.C., and it was a useful conversation to the degree that we had the conversation, but they can't do anything about it. So the campaign, I'm hoping we can navigate an endorsement from Patty Murray's office, especially kind of on the tails of Jim or Congressman Adam Smith's endorsement. Right, um, right, right, right. And I'm doing AFL-CIO next week on Tuesday, so if anybody wants to drive to Seattle or who is in Seattle would like to join us for that, let me know, and I will get you information on that. But beyond that, I'm wide open on endorsements, and I'm particularly interested, Caleb, in Pettigrew for a number of reasons, but I'm going to let you talk for a second about endorsements, and then we'll toss it back to Thomas, maybe. Hey, oh, sorry. It's you cut out a little bit. I didn't know you wanted me on endorsement here. Uh, I mean, it sounds like what you're doing is good. You, you've gotten in touch with Patty Murray, and uh, you landed obviously Smith and the Seattle PD and Ed Murray. You're do what you're doing is good. You're on the right track. Uh, well, obviously, what we need to do is kick it up a notch and get in front of more people and leverage, uh, you know, the endorsements that we have now to pick up uh, additional endorsements. And so your meeting with Patty Murray is good. I would ask her, you know, if you can get an endorsement there for her to help with her Senate counterpart, uh, Maria Cantwell, and uh, for help with the governor's office as well because she's got more clout uh, than Adam Smith. Uh, and I think there's an opportunity there to leverage that endorsement into several more. Agreed. Yep. I was about to say that. I think I think that's right. And I, and I also think that, you know, we, we should we should have some place. And I, I, that's what I'm wondering. Is, is somebody who's asking about a Google Doc and where all this information lives, um, you know, there should be a place where we just have a breakdown by labor, by organization, by political official, you know, and, and, you know, just to find out where, where our, uh, you know, where our progress is with each one of those folks, you know, to determine, you know, what's, what are our next steps? I'm glad to attend the endorsement meeting with you uh, to, for the, for the, uh, the uh, labor council next week. Um, I think that that's going to be an important one uh, because that's going to dictate a lot of where other people go. <clears throat> you know, I think that the big three in that are uh, the machinists, or UFCW, and to some extent, you're going to need the Washington Federation of State and County and Local Officials, uh, the WUSTI, Washington Federation of State and Local Employees. You know, because I think that that's going to be another another key endorsement. I think that there are just some some really uh, when we're thinking statewide, you, you want to make sure that you're getting, um, you know, not only you know kind of those big numbered ones, but also every little local that you can. You know, UFCW local 4121 or or no, UAW 4121, or, you know, which is a graduate student. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a number of different uh, uh, locals that we have to think about 
Um, you know, especially for you, you, you know, the food and commercial workers, when you think about local 21, that's a big one to get, you know, but that helps you get other local uh, UFCWs, you know, have you guys talked to Sarah Charon over there at all? Hello? Hello? Lisa, hello? I'm here. Oh, I dropped off. I was saying, I, I haven't, but that doesn't mean that somebody hasn't. Rob, I'm wondering, would you be able to put that Google spreadsheet together? Is that something you could do, Rob? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be glad to do it if you sent me the info. Great, great. And then, and then just share it with everybody, because I'd, like I'd just like to know, you know, particularly with political officials, I mean, if we, you know, and there's, there's some other key people that we should be, we should get on board with us. You know, you're talking about Pettigrew, but also you want Larry Gossett, you want Ron Sims. You know, who, who's former county executive, you want uh, any number of past local elected officials who have, you know, very strong ties, particularly with the African-American community. You know, we need uh, we need uh, Velma Valoria. We need, uh, you know, these are these are all folks who've had these long time ties in with the community who, who can really help us get to get to other folks we need to get to. But but also, you know, Ron Sims, I think it sends a good, strong, powerful message in there. Um, as, as does, you know, former Governor Gary Locke. You know, I mean, there's, there's any number of folks that we should, we should really work on to, to come to the, come to the uh, fray with us and really help us out with this. I think, and I think that there are going to be people who uh, respond positively to it. You know, we need to, uh, along with uh, Ed, we need to get uh, support from Heo Kim, for example. You know, so she's, she's, she's deputy mayor under Ed, but she used to be interim's director uh, and I think that she could help us out. We need uh, Bob and Sher Bob uh, Santos and Sharon Smiko Santos. We need, uh, you know, just any number of folks that we can get, particularly from, you know, from South Seattle community also. And, and you know, other, and particularly Marilyn uh, Strickland from Tacoma also. Uh, so just so you know, we've reached out to Marilyn, and I think there was a meeting with her yesterday. And we have, we are in the process of trying to book something with Ron Sims. We have made oh, contact okay. there. I just haven't nailed down a meeting. Hey, very good, very good. Okay, excellent. So let's hear that. So yeah, that's, and this is, this is just us growing it out, sort of just like a fan. You know, we're just going to keep moving it outward. You know, and I think that these are folks that would be really, really key to have uh, support. Excellent. So I will send you some info on who I've got, Rob, and then maybe okay. we can out who we should be contacting, so we can keep that in the spreadsheet, and that way we can send out the information, and everybody can see where we are. Can we also okay. can we also figure out a lot like a day where we just are all together live, you know, like a Saturday for four hours where we just sit down and sort of, you know, flesh all of this stuff out in you know in a, in a person to person. Yeah, we can do that. It's probably necessary. It's challenging because out of the group that we've got, there's probably I'd say four more who should have been on the phone. Two of them are Eastern Washington. Oh, so okay. coordinating statewide schedules is tough, and I've been avoiding doing it because it's hard. But I'll <laughs> I'll work on the hard thing. I'll do the yeah. hard thing. Yeah. Hey, that is a that is a tough one, but but I think I think it's great to have. I'm glad we've got some Eastern Washington folks because especially you know if we can get Vancouver, if we can get uh, also the island counties as well. I've got nothing in Vancouver, so if anybody from PacWest has any ideas or anyone else. I mean, Vancouver is the second largest city in the state, and I have nothing in Vancouver. 
We'll get there. We talk to the city council. I've got a friend who's on their city council down there. We could talk to and, and help us out also. He would be he would be completely on this page. He used to be a, a board member at Equal Rights Washington for a long time. Oh, nice, excellent. Okay. So, anything else on endorsements before we move on from that? Excellent. Um. We are right on time. We're doing good. Okay. Current challenges. Um, my biggest current challenge, just me personally, is petition collection. And that's something that, I mean, hey, they're all over the state. So it's hard. Um, I sent out an email to the local leaders yesterday or day before yesterday basically saying we need you to start sending them in weekly. Which we had said before, but they they're not coming in weekly. Um, the petitions that are coming into the tribe are pretty easy to collect, and there's lots of them. Um, one organization in particular out of Seattle, I'm having some problems getting petitions from, just because there's there are some personality issues going on on the back end. But I am open to suggestions on how to do a better job with actually wrangling these petitions back in. Oh. So I have a, if, if as I jump in, if, if you could send me, uh, uh, I'd like to create a spreadsheet of those local leaders also just to track those um, so we can see where we're at and where we're not. Um, and then just one idea that, that I'm doing in Olympia here is just creating a couple drop-off locations like the, the Brotherhood Lounge downtown said that they would be a place where people could pick them up and drop them off. Uh, so that's kind of a really easy place to have a, a singular collection point. Um, and then I just, I kind of want to know some more about uh, how they're getting them in. If somebody's in, in Eastern Washington, how they're getting them back to us. Are we sending them envelopes, prepaid envelopes, or, or what are the logistics around that? I was, I was going to add, I was going to add too, you know, to say the coalition building side of this is really key. Um, you know, particularly where if you if we were looking for uh, the organizations that we feel like are going to support us, you know, getting organizational endorsements, um, you know, and, and I think about I think about how that happened with the approved 71 campaign that, that I was very, very, very much involved in kind of this way. Um, you know, we uh, we we built a lot of organizations who are our supporters, you know, and I think of uh, the Peace, Justice and Action League in, in Spokane, for example, is a great example. You know, they they lived in a they lived in a space at the time with about four or five other organizations downtown, and they were able to uh, be a good collection site. You know, and so I think that that's that's exactly what we need to think about is, you know, who are our organizational allies, uh, who are the folks who are going to come to our support, who will do anything for us, and you know, and and that that's where it feeds with or, with being able to, to drop these off. You know, to say, you know, if we had peace justice peace justice and action league in Spokane, for example. Um, there's a place that people can leave those, you know, and say, here's, you know, and that's also another place where we can build community. You know, I think that that's an, an important, another important thing to be, to be able to do uh, while people are dropping those off. You know, there might be an, op an option to be able to uh, organize there as well, you know, to have, uh, to have, uh, you know, uh, uh, events in their space, you know. Yeah, I agree. And Peace Action Justice League has said they would be a drop-off point. I'm just, in the process of learning that I don't, I don't, I, I don't want anything dropped off or picked up at the house anymore. <laughs> um, 
So, but you need your own private space, right? <laughs> yeah. And for reasons I won't go into, I think keeping it a private space is probably pretty important. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, and Rob, you have access to the Airtable, so you can move that over to a Google Talk if you want to. Do you need me to send you another link to that? Yeah, I'll need to figure that out. We'll we'll figure that out okay. in the next couple okay. of days. Um, anyone else have any thoughts on petition collection? Mm -hmm. And so my other, I would say, pressing issue like every campaign on the planet, but it sounds like Rob, you and I can sit down and go over more of this as they still don't feel like I'm volunteer coordinating very well. But I probably need to quit trying to do that and just hand it to you altogether. So maybe we don't I, need to do I agree. That. And one of the things that I that popped in my head uh, is, is if uh, after this call, you could send out the contact information of everybody on the call so that we can kind of start coordinating. I know you're kind of taking on a lot and and we want to share that load. So if we can start communicating directly, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Okay, so, um, yeah, the last thing I have on the agenda is wrap up. So I figured maybe we could Toss it around the circle and make sure everybody has a chance to say anything that they want to say that they haven't said yet. So um, let's start with Nicole. Um, first, I'm just happy to be a part of the, the call and happy to help in any way I can. Do you guys have any other ideas about cool ways to fundraise on social media or just some, like I said earlier, insights on Nation Builder? I'm going to start looking at that and seeing, developing some strategies to, to use that data. But um, it's nice to meet all of you, and I look forward to working with you in the future. Excellent. And maybe you and I can schedule a conversation, like a phone call sometime soon, so we can talk about social media stuff, because I think I'm pretty, I mean, we're consistent, but we're pretty random. And Caleb had said maybe you were going to do that, so I don't, let's, maybe you and I could coordinate. So. Yeah. Um, that would be great. Yeah. Dan in Colorado, are you still here? I'm here. <clears throat> uh, the only other thing I was going to say is uh, we had we realized yesterday that uh, your guys' logo isn't really isn't really there. It's in terms of branded and colors and stuff. It looks like it's just the words Washington for Good Policing. Uh, should we do a simple logo to be able to keep the um, the image in people's minds when they see it on stuff? Yep. I agree with that. That was something I noticed the other day also. Okay. Okay. I think uh, after talking to Kill briefly yesterday, I think we're just going to have our creative group whip up a, a quick and easy one that's maybe not super complicated. Uh, but I'll I'll let you guys see a draft before we finalize anything. Okay. Sounds perfect. Okay. And the category of things that we really need that was the last thing I would have thought we really needed when we got rolling was a logo. But huh. it, it, it isn't. It's one of those things that it's not going to get any signatures in itself, but I think it's important for our overall awareness. Uh, no, I think, 
all of our graphics suck. Our Facebook graphics suck. We don't have a logo. So, yeah, I'm open to all of that. That's awesome. Okay. Cool. Um, that's, that's all I had. Caleb? I think you're doing a hell of a job, Mom, and it's not just because I'm your son. Uh, you because... kind of have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fact. You've been you've been taking this project on, uh, I don't know how many hours a week, but you've been giving it your all for I'm not sure how many months now. But uh, please uh, take care of yourself, do a little self-care, and you know make sure your batteries are fully charged because, uh, you've been doing it for months, and we just started this thing, so we've got a long road ahead of us. I know. Thank you. Okay. I agree. I will delegate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna delegate. It's gonna be good. Um, Thomas. Oh, just gra- really, gra- really glad to meet everybody. And and I'm wondering if you and I can figure out just a time to meet uh, that we can. You know, we can we can do a little bit of like one on one and just figure out what what what's next for. You know what, what you'll need me for, for, to do, and then you know how we want to how you know and and what other what other role you need me to play, you know as as we move forward. I mean, there's there's, there's really just some amazing things that you could do to grow this outward in a big way, and it's and it's just it, it's great to see that the the effort is going as it's going. You know, but there's so many other things we could be doing. You know, I know that I know that it's a matter of of how much time uh, everybody can put into it. You know, so so I certainly appreciate you guys. You know, bringing this bringing this to the place that it's gotten so far, but I, and I'm glad to help. You know, let me let me know how we can we can do that, and let's figure out a good you know opportunity to grab coffee and and uh, and talk about it. That's great. I know that Corey was trying to get the three of us together in person, and I I've, I've never met Corey, and I would in person, and I would like to. So I'm obviously going to be up in your neck of the woods on Tuesday next week for that interview. So maybe we could plan to get together for coffee or lunch or something after that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, let's definitely let's certainly try to do that. And then I, and I'll be glad to sit in on the interview with you as well. I I did get to know some of those folks uh, going through the cope process, which is uh, which is uh, you know is it, for any candidate is such a mind bender. You know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I but they're very they're actually very nice and they're very open to hear anything that you've got to say. And they were really really you know the thing I was I was really scared going in there as a candidate. You know, but but they they actually were very warm. You know, <laughs> I get that impression. They've been really helpful. The other person I've got who's going to be there potentially, and I don't have her name off the top of my head, but there's a woman who is a former prosecutor who oh, said she okay. may also attend that meeting. So it would be the three of us for that one. Um, okay, okay. Because, let me let me know. Yeah, let me know if you think about it. Who it is? Because I, I I wonder if I might know her. I'll send you an email with all the info on the where's and when's for that one. I haven't actually gotten it, but as soon as I do, I'll send it over. Okay, sounds good. Rob, any final thoughts? Um, Just something that came to mind on the branding note. Um, I'd love to have some some literature. When we get that logo, if we could create some one sheets and and some other forms of literature, I don't know what what kind of brochures or, or, or whatever we have planned, but that'd be a great thing to get into local leaders' hands and, and have something nice, branded, slick that we could pass out, maybe Slim Jims or something. I agree. We've got a fairly solid one-pager, I mean, for something that's being printed off printers up here. I mean, but it's not – I hate I hate home-printed, fairly solid one-pagers, so I totally yeah. agree with that. 
looks cheap. I mean, it's 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 solid. The information's good and it's well put together, but it looks cheap because it's coming off of a printer in my office. Well, let's uh, let's fix that. Why don't you just go ahead and send me that document, and then we'll run it through our creative team and maybe turn it into a trifold or something like that. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, if we could have two versions, maybe one that's sort of uh, bulleted and more visual, and then another that's more in-depth, uh, just not everybody's going to read paragraphs at every, you know, just something that we can hand out at events where it'll just catch their eye and they can follow up later, and then and a more in-depth one for for maybe tabling. We try to design all our pieces so that there's something for someone who's trying to throw it away, there's something for your skimmers, and there's something for your readers. So uh, at the risk of trying to kill two birds with one stone, we'll try and put something together that does both. But if that doesn't work, we can always go to uh, two different concepts. No, I agree. I think that's great. I think it's perfect. Excellent. Did I miss anybody? We rock. We just did a conference call with all of us together, and we are five minutes under schedule. Nice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So, Thomas, I will coordinate with you about Tuesday. Caleb, I'm going to send you that one pager that I've got. Nicole, you and I can coordinate via phone. Rob, I'm going to talk to you after the meeting about turning over the volunteer crap. And okay. onward we go. Fantastic. Fantastic. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.